0: Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. Here we talk about weight, body image, emotional eating, and other personal development topics. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University and IrresistibleIcing.com. Let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to the Irresistible You podcast. I am talking about something today that really fires me up, um, that I'm super passionate about. So today's going to get real juicy and real delicious. So sit back, get a snack, get a drink, and let's dive in. Um, The topic today is I'm posing the question to you of can you love yourself through weight loss? Can you love yourself through a weight loss journey? And this is something that um, I think a lot of people, they may not, you may not know the answer to this and I'm going to give you some truths and I'm going to give you some answers today around can you love yourself through weight loss. So let's get into this. Um. All right, so for those that don't know, I have tried every single diet you can think of. We're talking Richard Simmons, Deal a Meal back in the day, South Beach diet, um, the six-week diet. There was, I think it was like a Special K diet, Phenermine prescriptions. I mean, Weight Watchers, technically, you know, that's a diet too. So many more. So if it was out there, I tried it. I remember buying these expensive Pills or lotions—I don't even know. On a cruise one time, because I was still drunk at the spa. (laughs) Like, girl, I have tried it all, and every time I tried things, I had this notion in my mind that this would be the thing. This was gonna be like the last thing that's ever that I'm ever gonna have to do as a diet, and it's gonna fix me, and it's gonna make me happy, and it's gonna make me beautiful and perfect and amazing, and like my whole life will begin once i get to this goal weight. Um, so i was attaching all of my future happiness and my success to the day i would have the perfect body. The day that the angels would sing and all the glitter would rain from the sky and that would be the day that i would get to goal weight. Well, dun dun dun, news flash reality check. I am not at goal weight. I'm nowhere near where i would like for that to be and I've never been there. Even after all the dieting, all the weight loss, I've never gotten to what we all, and I know you know what I'm talking about, I've never gotten to what we call goal weight. So I would go on diet after diet, playing the yo yo game, you know, the yo yo dieting game, lose some weight. Then I'd fall off the wagon and I would start and stop and start and stop. And all that starting and stopping made me feel like such a failure. I was convinced that something was wrong with me, that something must be so wrong with me that I don't have the willpower to stick this out when shit gets hard. And what I didn't realize is that there was a big missing piece of this puzzle at the time. And all those times I went on a diet, I don't know that I consciously knew this, maybe I did, but all those times I went on a diet, I did it from a place of hate. Hating my body. Hating every single thing that my weight represented about who I was as a person. Hating the fact that my weight defined who I was, at least in my mind, and maybe in the minds of many other people too. And I hated the idea of being called the fat girl. And that's what people thought when they saw me. And that's all I thought that I was. And I would go on these diets and tell myself, Amy, this is the last time. Once you get to goal weight, then you're going to wear a bathing suit. Then you're going to go wear those cute denim shorts. And I'm telling you, this narrative had started in my head, like as a preteen, even as a, maybe even before that. Um, Because I even remember in sixth grade writing a journal, like a diary, the story of Amy. (laughs) And I remember saying, like, this starts the beginning of my new life. And it was all based around weight. So I said before there was a missing piece of the puzzle. So what was that missing piece? Well, I never, in all of those diets that I was doing, I never got to the heart of why I had a weight problem in the first place of why I was binge eating in the first place. And at this point, I didn't even know binge eating was a term or a, or or a condition. I didn't know any of that. So, of course, yes, I was carrying around this extra weight on my body that the whole world can see the extra weight. That's not, you know, that's the thing about binge eating and emotional eating is that you can't hide your symptom from the world. Everyone sees when you gain, when you lose, you know, and so that's a really difficult thing to deal with. So sure, I was carrying around this extra physical weight, but that amount of weight paled in comparison to the hundreds and hundreds of pounds of emotional weight that I had to lose. And let me tell you, emotional weight, it's the heaviest kind of weight, even more than the physical weight. Emotional weight, it's invisible. So nobody else can see it. And but you can feel it. You yourself can feel it. And emotional weight is the shit that you have buried somewhere deep, deep, deep into your subconscious mind. Right? It's you've you've been carrying it around for so long that, quite honestly, you don't even know you're carrying this weight. And emotional weight is. You know, the inner bitch talk that you do to yourself. Oh, you fat bitch, you can't ever do it because blah, blah, blah. Or you look so disgusting. Who do you think you are to wear that? I know you say these things to yourself. We've all done it. That's coming from the emotional weight. Um, Emotional weight, if we don't realize it's there, that's why we keep doing the things that manifest into physical weight. So emotional eating doesn't come from a place of loving yourself. You're not doing it because you love and respect yourself and your body when you're binge eating. Dieting and extreme exercise, that doesn't come from a place of love either. Those things, the the yo-yo dieting, the extreme, and I'm talking extreme exercise, doing things that you absolutely hate and torturing yourself in a gym and that's not what you want, like if that's not what you want to be doing, right? Those things, they come from self-hatred. They come from wanting to be someone and something that you're not. They come from that place of not loving who you are and you you, you would rather do anything in the world than to be the person that you are. So you're doing all these things that are supposed to change you. And you have a notion that the weight that you're carrying physically defines you completely as a human being and that once you lose it, you're automatically this brand new person. Well, sure, if you go and lose the weight, the physical weight, you're going to look different. You're going to fit into those jeans, those skinny jeans you haven't worn your whole life, and you're going to get that dress on that you've been eyeing for months at the mall. And sure, you're going to feel better physically when you take physical weight off of you. That's just science. And... On the other side of that, you're probably going to get a lot of compliments. People love to notice your size. They love to notice when you've lost weight and when you've gained weight as well. And you're probably going to get a lot of compliments. And in the beginning, all of that is going to be such a high, like the most euphoric high you've ever been on, right? Like you feel good. You're looking in the mirror. You're like, wow, I don't even recognize that girl, but she looks good. And I know she looks good because everybody's telling me she looks good. And just like any other high, you know what's going to happen. It's temporary and eventually you're going to come down. And this letdown from this high is going to be like nothing you have ever felt before. Because sure, you lost the physical weight. Sure, you're fitting in the size 6 jeans. Sure, your love handles are gone. You can bend over and touch your toes, you know, cross your legs, the things that you couldn't do when you were obese and overweight. But you went to such an extreme with the diet and exercise and you lost the weight. But in that process, you didn't do anything about the emotional weight. So when the next traumatic event happens, the next death in your family or friends the next job layoff, the next illness, the next thing that life throws at you that socks you in the gut and sucks the wind right out of you. What are you going to do? How will you cope? How will you deal with those things? And it's probably by doing the thing that you've always done your entire life. You'll have a cheat meal and say, I feel depressed, I'm really upset, I just got laid off, I'm going to eat this meal. That cheat meal turns into a bag of chocolate. That bag of chocolate turns into another cheat meal and another and another and another. So this day of cheat meal turns into a day, a week, a month. Next thing you know, the weeks turn into months and you're back on the same train of binge eating and gaining back the weight. And next thing you know, you go to put your jeans on and they won't even go over your knees because you've gained back all of that weight that you just lost plus some more weight. So that same self-hatred that helped you get the weight off because you were yo-yo dieting and extreme exercising because you came from a place of hating yourself. So that same self-hatred that helped you get the weight off will be the exact same self-hatred that will put the weight right back where it was. Right back where it's safe and warm on your body. That fat has its little happy place and it's back where it belongs. So... You think, well, I deserve this, right? Because I'm nothing but a big fat failure. I always have been and I always will be. I always do the same thing. I always go right back to the food. I always gain the weight back. Um, and you're telling yourself that you're a big fat failure with no willpower. With you know, why, why is it that I can achieve anything else in my life, but I can't achieve this one thing? Well, my friend... That one thing is a really big thing. No pun intended. (laughs) That one thing is like an onion with layers. No, let's not say an onion. It's like a cake. It's like a layer cake. And it has layers and layers and layers. And it's so complex that it's not just one thing. So you have convinced yourself that this is all true. You're the failure. You're always going to be this way. You're always going to struggle. You don't know how to be any other way. And that if you're not focused on the weight, let me ask you, what are you going to focus on? Because if you don't have your weight to be a problem and to be the focus and center of your life, you mean to tell me that now you're going to have to deal with all the other shit in your life, right? If you lose the weight, Weight is no longer going to be that wet blanket that feels miserable, but at the same time, it's so comforting to wear it so long as that you don't move. Because when you move and the wind hits your skin, then it's really uncomfortable, right? So I think of weight um, when we're carrying it from a place of self-hatred and as a burden, it feels like that wet blanket because it's all that we know, and we know that it's uncomfortable, but we also don't want to move and do anything about it, yeah? Yeah. So what happens? You've gained the weight back. You go on this cycle over and over and over and over again until maybe one time you just get this wake-up call. Maybe it's listening to this podcast or reading one of my blog posts or you see something at the store or something just really resonates with you and you finally realize there's this concept of, holy shit, I've never addressed the emotional weight that I'm carrying. That's why this isn't working for me. And that's a really hard concept because you're probably going to think, just like I've thought in in, in the past, how can I possibly love my body when it makes me sick to even touch my own fat rolls? It makes me disgusted to touch my stomach and feel the rolls of fat to think that I can barely look myself in the eyes, naked, in the mirror, at my own body. I don't even want to look at it. I just look at the floor and walk as quickly as I can to the shower and and, and get in and out of the shower as fast as possible because I don't want to touch my naked, fat body. How is it possible that I could ever love this damaged, fat, stretch mark-covered, flabby body? There's no way I could ever love that. It's disgusting. I will never love this body until I'm thin. That's what you've been telling yourself. I'll just go to a different place in my head while I'm on this weight loss journey. Outside of my body so I don't have to think about it so that I can get to my goal weight. I can become this thin person and I don't have to I don't have to deal with the other stuff. I know you've been there. I've been there with you, friend. I've been there. And you, you know, then are going through life in this, like, you're not fully present. You're not all there because you just want the fat to go away. And you don't want to live and be in your body in the moment while your body looks like this. So I want to tell you that when you ask yourself the question, how can I possibly love my body when I think it's fat and disgusting? That's where I want to say to you, that's where you're wrong. I love you and that's why I'm telling you this. That is where you're wrong and you have been wrong about this your entire life. Society has been wrong about this your entire life. Losing weight because you hate yourself is never going to change anything. It will never be long and sustaining change. And ask yourself right now and I'll ask you this. So far, what has hating your body done for you? What has it done for you? Losing weight because you hate yourself is never going to change anything. It will change you physically for that moment, that blip in time, that that euphoric high that we talked about. But then how do you sustain yourself if you've never... And what I'm talking about is losing weight when you do it from a place of hate. If you've never done the work on yourself and your confidence and your body image, that physical weight loss is never going to sustain yourself and you're still going to be the same fat, miserable girl on the inside. And I know we talked about that in another episode, another blog post. If you don't work on this, the inner fat girl, she doesn't go away. She will never, ever, ever go away unless you put that bitch to bed and do the work. I promise you that the only way to make this journey for life, to make it a lifestyle, to get rid of the guilt, the shame, and the hate about your body is to love yourself now and do not wait for the weight to come off. That doesn't mean you can't lose the weight. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is do not wait for the weight and then say, well, now I can love myself because I'm skinny. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way, and you have been told that your entire life by TV, by society, by magazines, probably even people you know, that you're not going to be shit until you lose weight, that you are nothing because you're fat, and that is so, so not true. Your worth, your value as a human being, it is not attached to some bullshit number on the scale. It's not attached to a clothing size or or a number of inches around your hips. It's not attached to goal weight. You have worth and value because you're a human being. And there's no prerequisite for that. You don't need to be a certain way to automatically have worth and value. So... If you're going through it and you're struggling with your weight, you're struggling with your body, and you're telling yourself that everything would just be better if you could get the weight off, I want you to, to question yourself. I really want you to question yourself because I'm not going to lie. Losing weight physically, it feels amazing, but you know what feels even better? Losing the emotional weight with the physical weight. Because I have a little secret. When you start losing the emotional weight, you know what a side effect is of that? Do you know? It's physical weight. When you start doing the work on yourself and losing the bullshit stories, losing the baggage that you've been carrying around for so many years and doing things for yourself because you're finally starting to see yourself as someone of value and worth and seeing yourself as someone that deserves to be confident you start loving yourself and that love for yourself when you love yourself and you value yourself and you're you know happy in your own skin you don't want to binge eat You don't want to just lay on the couch. You want to get out and you want to live life and you want to do all the things and live life to the fullest and eat really good food, things that you actually enjoy. And I'm not promising you that you'll lose weight, but I'm pretty confident that a good side effect if you're struggling with being overweight is that some of that's going to go away. Um, And that's why I said this isn't just a one thing thing. (laughs) This is a complex, complicated topic. And I say it all the time. It's not just black and white. It's not just eat less, move more. Sure, on a scientific level, right, that's the case. But we're not scientific people. We're human beings. And that means we come with a ton of of baggage. We come with a ton of feelings and emotions and traumas and stories and ingrained, you know, rules and sayings in our heads. We're not this scientific experiment that can just move less, eat more. I mean, my god, like any doctor that says that, I literally want to punch them in the gut and like, "Thanks, genius. You went to school for that? Really?" There's so much more to it, you guys, and I know you know that. We know that, right? If it was that simple, nobody would struggle with their weight, right? So there's that component, but then there's all this, that other stuff that like, you know, that big layer cake that we've got to uncover and dig in and figure out what the hell's going on here in the first place. What are you so afraid of that will happen to you if you lose the weight, if you don't have that thing to hang on to anymore? Because I that's somewhere in there. You're afraid of it, right? There's a lot of layers to this. And all those layers are what I call emotional weight. And just to share with you guys, like you see me on Instagram. You see me in my videos. You see me in real life maybe. And clearly, I am not thin. Clearly, I am not at what we call goal weight. But I feel better and happier and more confident in my skin right this second right now than i have in my entire life even when i've been thinner because thin does not equal confidence thin does not equal worth thin does not equal happiness right just because you're thin doesn't mean you have all those things and that's where we've gotten it wrong our whole life cuz we've been conditioned and been told that the only way you're a good person the only way you're a happy person the only way you're worth a shit is if you're a skinny, thin woman with the perfect body on top of it, with the perfect proportions. You can't even just be skinny. You have to have the perfect proportions, right? So why is it that I can be, and I'm going to be blunt with you right here, right now, why is it that I can be sitting here right now with you guys at 225 pounds and feel better than I have felt ever? I feel more confident in myself than ever. It's because... I have done so much weight loss with my emotions. I have lost so much emotional weight, right? And the thing about it is I also took the pressure off myself to say, okay, by such and such date, I need to be at 180. You know, 170, 180 is like my ideal weight right? I still have, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be at a certain place. There's, there's nothing wrong with that is when you come from this place of love and understanding and caring about yourself. But I also haven't put this on a timeline or a deadline like I have in the past. And while I'm not back at my pre-pregnancy weight, which is around like, I think 190 ish, um, I really haven't, I, I've, well, this month is different. Okay. Side note, side note, I've been like losing and gaining the same five pounds recently, and it's so, five to 10 pounds, and it's so frustrating. But the old me would have easily been over my pregnancy weight by now, would have easily probably even been at 300 pounds by now because I was awake. I mean, I was asleep to all of this emotional weight stuff. I was completely asleep to the idea that all of this stuff even existed. I just thought I was this big fat failure that could not eat less, move more. That's what I thought because that's what we've been conditioned to believe. And, you know, I'm awake now and I realize that there's so many other layers to this and that sometimes life fucking sucks and it sucks the wind right out of your system. And that when you're going through certain things, I'm sorry, weight loss right now, I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. I don't want to gain 50 pounds, but I also don't give a shit about being in the active process of losing weight. Because sometimes you you just need to survive and you just need to get through things. And sometimes if you need to have a slice of cake to get through it, then have the slice of cake to get through it. And this has been like transformational for me. And I also firmly believe that, you know, you don't need to lose weight to be confident and happy and beautiful. You can be those things now, no matter what size you are. But I also believe that if you want to change and you want to lose weight and you want to, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Because... I physically do feel better when I'm probably like 30 pounds from where I'm at now. And that's, that's my goal right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. But come from a place of love and not from a place of, well, I'm doing this because I can't stand myself. I'm disgusting. You know, because that same self-talk, that same emotional weight, it's going to be there whether you're 150 pounds or whether you're 300 pounds. And I know maybe that's cliché and you've heard that before, but it's true. It is true because I've lived it. I've lived it. I got pretty damn close to my goal weight at one point. And the minute life decided to suck the wind out of me, I turned to old faithful, and you know who that is? That's food girl. I turned to it, and I ate and ate and ate and ate, and it was to the, you know, it was binge eating to the fullest eating stuff that I didn't even enjoy just because I wanted to stuff my face. You're stuffing down the feelings. You're stuffing away the emotions. You're stuffing away it, – it. you would rather eat and go to that, sub, that like – that thing I was talking about earlier where you're kind of like in a different place. So I'm just going to eat so I don't have to deal with the rest of my life right now. And while you're in it, you may not realize you're doing those things because – what? Hindsight's 2020, But when you look back, you're like, oh, wow, I was totally doing that. So back to the original question. Can you love yourself through a weight loss journey? Hell yes, and you totally should be. And you should only be going through a weight loss journey because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself. So can you love yourself through weight loss? I would say that it's the only way to successfully go through this journey is to love yourself. And when you decide that you're going to go on this weight loss journey and you also decide that, all right, not only am I going to go on this weight loss journey to lose the physical pounds, but I also want to lose the emotional weight. You have to take away the expectation and that timeline. Because when you do start working on yourself emotionally and working on all the, the junk that's inside of your head, all that weight that you're carrying around, it's not going to be, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take longer because that's a long process. But as long as you're committed to it, you can do it. As long as you make that promise to yourself, I know that you can get through this. So um, I just want to close this out and say that I don't want you to wait for the weight. I don't want you to sit on the sidelines of life while you deprive yourself of your favorite foods and punish yourself with hours at the gym surrounded by meatheads that you don't want to be around and doing things at the gym that you hate. I want you to feed your body healthy foods that actually tastes good, not just some bowl of greens that make you want to throw up. I want you to find healthy foods that you love and that taste good. I want you because eating healthy it doesn't have to be gross. I have found so many amazing things that I love and it and I'm not eating stuff if it tastes bad. Hello. <laughs> I want you to find activities not exercises, activities that feed your soul and don't feel like medieval torture. So, you know, I always use kayaking. If you know me, you know that's, that's like my my thing. And kayaking is great exercise. You burn a ton of calories. Your arms get toned. Your It actually really works on your core. And when I go out to go kayaking for the day, I don't look at that as like, oh, God, we're going exercising for three hours. No, I look at that as like, this is this amazing activity that feeds my soul. And as a side effect, I get toned arms and I lose weight and calories and my, you know, works on my core. So I want you to find activities that are a natural fit that don't feel like, oh, my God, I have to go to the gym for an hour. Because when you approach things that way, now you're doing it from that place of hate. I want you to know that you can look and feel irresistible right now, not 50 pounds from now at goal weight. So what I want you to do is put your head up high, put on your makeup, do your hair, strut yourself in them heels and show the world who the fuck you are at 300 pounds, at a hundred pounds, at 400 pounds, whatever place that you are in your journey, You deserve to do all of those things now, not only when you get to this elusive number that you may never, ever see. And if anyone else out there in the world has a problem with your weight, has a problem with you wearing a fitted dress or, oh my God, you could see your fat rolls, who cares? They are the ones with body image issues, not you. And right now in this moment, hearing this message, you might feel broken. You might feel like, I will never be able to do this. I fe- My confidence is shattered in a million pieces. And you know what? Your confidence might be shattered. But you're not broken. We can fix that. We can fix your confidence. We can build it back up. We can get there together. Just know that wherever you are on this journey whatever you weigh, whatever the number is inside your jeans, you are worthy of loving yourself right this second. There's no prerequisite. And you deserve to live the life that you crave, the life that you envision and crave for yourself. And you deserve that. You might be so clueless as to where to begin And that's all right, because I'm here with you now. You found my podcast. You have found me. You have found this amazing community. And we are on this journey together, because it is a journey. And that's what you also have to change in your thinking, is that this isn't a race that has a start and a stop. It's not a race. It is a journey, and it's a journey for life. And... I'm on this journey with you. I have amazing women that are on the journey together with us and that's how I'm going to wrap this episode today. Um, Make sure that you are in our free community on Facebook called Irresistible You. I will link it into the show notes so that you have it. Um, And if you're not a member, it's free. Make sure that you join. I will accept you into the group once I get your, um, your request because that's where you're going to meet other people that are like-minded that are going through this together. And I want to thank you again for rocking it out with me, for being on the podcast. And if this resonates with you and you're feeling it, I would love you long time if you could go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review because I need and want other women to find this. I want other people to hear this message because there's too many of us walking around the world thinking that we're worthless and useless because we have a few extra pounds. And that is so not true. So again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I will catch you on the next episode. And until then, stay irresistible.